I don't like to admit it, but I'm often dogged by self-criticism. I mean, I'm a psychologist. I'm meant to be on top of this stuff, right? No, it doesn't seem to work that way. So what is self-criticism? Well, it comes in different forms and has different functions. The two main forms of self-criticism are self-improving self-criticism and self-hating self-criticism. Self-improving self-criticism makes a lot of sense. It can be very helpful to reflect on things we've done and work out what we might practice to improve. Consider the professional golfer. She doesn't only think about all the things she did well in her last competitive round. She reflects on the things she didn't do so well and works on improving that. She might notice that her short game wasn't so good. And so she gets in the practice bunker and hits a thousand balls. Self-improving self-criticism. Self-hating self-criticism can be very difficult, painful. Sometimes our self-criticism can be attacking, condemning, and really very hostile and vicious. You might think of some of your own examples of this kind of self-criticism, and you might even wince. We can feel reluctant to reveal the very hateful, awful stuff we say to ourselves sometimes. But what sort of teacher would you want for a child you love? Would you want them to tell your child how stupid, foolish, ugly, hopeless they are? Probably not. And yet often that's exactly how we treat ourselves when faced with challenges, disappointments or frustrations. Self-hating self-criticism. Here's a problem. We often believe that the function of our self-criticism, especially that self-hating self-criticism, is somehow helpful. We believe it will motivate us, keep us on track, stop us being lazy and help us achieve our goals. But does it? When we really listen to the critical self, hear what it has to say, how it says it, how it feels about us and what it would like to do to us, well, we realize it actually has the opposite effect. It can demotivate us, make us feel small and make us want to give up. Self-hating, self-criticism leads to shame. What's the alternative to self-hating, shame-based self-criticism? Well, there's another part of ourselves that has aspirations for us too. Wants us to do well and succeed and live according to our values, but without the attacks, without the hate, without the shame. Of course, it's the compassionate self. Imagine the teacher you would want your child to have. Warm, supportive, validating, reassuring, encouraging, helpful. Still with one eye on learning and growing, achieving and succeeding, but no shaming. This is the compassionate self. Try it today. Bring compassion to your life's challenges and in particular, compassionate encouragement and self-improvement.